Hello and welcome to Smart Poker Study. My name is Sky Matsuhashi and thank you for spending some of your study time with me. So I'm really excited about today's podcast because I get to talk about the number one software for online poker players. And that of course is Poker Tracker 4. Now, it's imperative that you go to the show notes page for today, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod388. Once you go there, at the very top of the page, you'll see a screenshot of all the Poker Tracker 4 compatible poker sites. If your site, if the site that you play on is listed there and you do not have Poker Tracker 4 yet, what the heck are you waiting for? This is the number one software for online poker players. And in today's episode, I'm going to show you the five ways that I use Poker Tracker 4 on a daily basis to improve my game and that of my students. Okay, so once again, go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 388. And while you go there, we're going to get on with the show. Gambate! We win and they get the chicks. That sucks, dude. But I'm telling you, it's jobs. We got to get jobs. Then we get the khakis. Then we get the chicks. Starting tomorrow, we got to stop playing games. Alrighty, so before we dive into the list of five ways that Poker Tracker 4 can help you improve your game, I'll give you a quick explanation of how the software works for those that are not yet really familiar with it. Each poker client that you play on, whether it's America's Cards Room, Poker Stars, Bovada, Carbon Poker, 888, uh, Party Poker, whatever, they store the hands you play within a database on your computer's hard drive. That's how you're able to click the little replayer within the software and play back a hand that was just dealt or one from earlier in the session. This database records every bit of information about the hand, the players, the stacks, bet sizes, uh, the exposed whole uh, cards and the board, and all the street-by-street -street action. And Poker Tracker 4 accesses this database of stored hands and imports the hands into its own database. From that point forward, you've got a growing list of hands that you can analyze and learn from. So now let's dive into the five ways that you can improve your game with Poker Tracker 4. Number one. Utilizing the statistics. So with a humongous database of hands, you can imagine that there's so much we can learn from compiling all those hands together and parsing through the information in an organized and calculating way. But where do we start, you might ask? I'd recommend starting with the statistics section. This is where you can see your game as a whole and how all of your plays add up to the player that you are. You can view each of the important stats here by position, by session, by date, by stake, or even by starting hands. Once you have it sorted by one of these factors, uh, you can analyze your stats. So here's a few examples of insights by position that you could look for to improve your game. One of the insights that you can look for is, are you positionally aware? You should be playing more hands as you get to the later positions. If you're playing 25% of hands from early position and 25% of hands from the button, you're not positionally aware. You have the same range of hands, whatever position you're in, and that makes things a little bit dangerous because you're going to be playing out of position a lot with kind of a weaker, wider range, you know? And another insight is how does your big blinds per 100 win rate flow as you get into the later positions? Just like the number of hands you play, your win rate should increase as you get to the later positions. 
And do you have any frequency issues? Like, does your flop C-bet drop from 75% to 35% on the turn? This tells your opponents that you're turn honest and to exploit you every time you check the turn. And also, another insight is when you select a specific position, for example, the cutoff, the recent or the most recent 100 hands played in that position appear below the whole statistics area. Now you can sort these hands by amount one, whole cards, preflop action, or even the preflop action that you faced, the strength of the winning hand, or even the size of the pot in big blinds, and the rake you paid, you know. By seeing all the hands from one particular position, you can dive into each and find where you're making your biggest mistakes within that position. Now, before we move on to the second way to improve your game with Poker Tracker 4, I'd like to tell you that we can also go through our own stats and break down our play eight ways from Sunday, but we can also do that for our opponents. Let's look at two different opponents. Player A is a winning reg. You see this guy multi-tabling, and he's always got two to three buy-ins on each table. The guy has killer stats, like he's either a solid, tight, aggressive player, or maybe getting up to the loose, aggressive category. He's a beast, and you hate playing on his tables, especially when he's in position on you. What's he doing so well? Why is he a winner? You know, you've got maybe 1,000 or more hands on him. Then this is your chance to dive in and analyze his game. How do your stats differ from his? Where does he seem to excel. So that's player A. Let's look at player B. Um, him, on the other hand, he's a mega loser. You see the guy called down with bottom pair every time. He's a 40 slash 5 player, which means he plays 40% of the hands, but only raises 5%, you know. He's a very loose passive guy. You know he's a loser, and you don't want to emulate his play and be a loser like him. Well, where do your stats match up? Does he play too much out of position, or call down too light, or try to bluff too often? Let these guys' mistakes, let their mistakes inform your game and learn to make better decisions than they do. So analyzing these two different players will teach you maybe how to play on one hand and how to not play on the other hand. Number two. Filtering your database for situations. So I've shown you how to filter for specific situations in videos before, and I've embedded one of those YouTube videos in the show notes for this page. And this is one of the best ways to learn from Poker Tracker 4. Let's take the example of your C-bet frequency dropping from 70% on the flop to 35% on the turn. The best way to filter for this would be to filter for all hands where you had the opportunity to C-bet the turn but didn't. Within the filter... You just need to find the turn, actions, and opportunities. Select C-Bet Opportunity, as well as turning on the Checked the Turn option. BAM! Every hand that is now displayed shows you C-betting the flop, then following that up with a turn check. You can dive into each of these and determine whether a turn C-bet was in order, and if you made a mistake by not C-betting. Also, you can determine that the first flop bet or the flop C bet was itself a good play or not. You can also filter for when you actually made the turn C bet to see how profitable you are when you do fire that double barrel. There are so many ways to utilize the filters like this that you're just going to have to get in there, get your hands and your brain dirty with testing it out. Number three. Utilizing a heads-up display or HUD. 
Now, this is the reason most of us use poker tracking software in the first place. A heads-up display, or from this point forward, I'll just call it a HUD, H-U-D, HUD, gives us real-time statistics on our opponents, and these statistics accumulate as we play more hands with the opponent. You can configure it any way you like, with hundreds of different stats. But the most common stats to see on the HUD are VPIP, or voluntarily put money in the pot, PFR, or preflop raising, AFQ, which is aggression frequency, or another one that people use called AF for aggression factor. Both of these kind of tell you how often the guy's aggressive on various streets. Uh, There's also the three bet stat, fold to three bet, the C bet stat, fold to C bet, and the steal or the fold to steal stat. These ones are the most popular ones that people put in their HUDs. The HUD gets more useful as we play more with an opponent. Over 10 hands, it doesn't tell you hardly anything at all. But as we get to 50, 100, uh, 500, and ultimately thousands of hands on opponents, the stats that we get from those can lead us to their weaknesses. So let's say you've got two opponents with 500 hands each. One folds to steals 85% of the time, and the other folds 50% of the time. Which one will you steal more against? Yep the one that folds 85% of the time. Let's say uh, these two same guys, one has a river aggression frequency of just 25%. The other has an aggression frequency of 45%. Which one are you more likely to call on the river with second pair? You guessed it. The guy that has an aggression frequency of 45%. He's more aggressive, which means that he's probably betting with a lot of under pairs, second pairs, third pairs, maybe busted draws, and that kind of stuff. So that's how we use a HUD. We're presented with a situation, and we look to see our stats on the player, and if a particular stat or a set of stats can help us make the correct play. Sometimes we can even use stats before we're even dealt a hand to determine our strategy to exploit a particular opponent. So, for example, we're on the button, and player A in middle position has a raise first in stat of 25% from the MP. Uh, Maybe he has a fold to 3-bet of 55% and a C-bet of 35%. Well, from these three stats, we know that he opens decently wide with lots of weaker hands in the MP, but he doesn't like to fold off into 3-bets. He's also a fit or fold player, as evidenced by his C-bet of only 35%. We can call here with any two cards on the button, you know, being in position on the guy, and fire on every flop that he decides to check to us. We'll often want to 3-bet our value hands knowing that he'll call, so we'll get extra values of our top pairs and middle pairs and stuff, but we won't 3-bet our marginal hands because of that same likelihood to call. Bam! We've developed a way to exploit this player before we even dealt a single hand, and this is the power of using a HUD. Today's episode is brought to you by my Get More From Poker Tracker 4 course. This course is going to teach you all that you need to utilize Poker Tracker 4 to the utmost. And I have to thank Megan, who reached out to me via Twitter, and also Kenny Ellsbury for picking this up over the past week or so. This course is going to help you do everything that I discuss in this podcast episode and so much more. 
To get it for yourself, please go to smartpokerstudy.com slash getmorefrompt4course. I know that's a long name, smartpokerstudy.com slash getmorefrompt4course. Or, of course, you can go to the show notes page for today and click that little link right there in the middle of the page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod388. That might be the simplest way. Well, once again, thanks to Megan and Kenny for picking up the Get More from Poker Tracker 4 course. And now we're back to the five ways that Poker Tracker 4 can improve your game. Number one was utilizing these statistics. Number two was filtering your database for situations. And number three was utilizing the HUD. And the next... Number four. Finding cash game leaks with Leak Tracker. So Poker Tracker 4 has a great feature called Leak Tracker for cash games. When you run the Leak Tracker feature, it analyzes your database and shows you how your stats compare to those of winning players at 6 max and full ring games. Check out the show notes for a screenshot of this. Of course, there's no perfect number for any stats, as it all exists among a spectrum. Like, you can't say the best players only play 20% of hands. Sure, maybe across all positions it's 20%, but it's less in the early positions and it's more in the later positions. And with each stat presented, say for example fold to flop c-bet, it shows you if you're high or low in this number, and it gives you info on the stat in case you don't understand it. And there's a video to watch which explains the stat in greater detail. Now that you know what areas you've got a leak in, you can return to the filtering feature of Poker Tracker 4 and filter for hands relevant to your leak. Following the fold to flop C bet example, which really is one of my leaks, I fold way too often to C bets on the flop, I can filter for situations where I faced a flop C bet and folded, then analyze those hands and the opponents who made the C bets and determine how I can better play in these situations in the future. And if you want to see Poker Tracker 4's leak tracker in action, go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod388. And right there, you see a brand new video which shows how I used Leak Tracker to find a potential leak of folding too much on the rivers, and then how I went to the statistics tab, filtered in my database for river folds, and actually went through two hands and found a couple of my mistakes. One is a river mistake, one is a turn mistake. You should check that video out. And even if you're an MTT or sit-and-go player, a lot of these cash game leak tracker videos will help you out. They give great insights into many individual stats, and understanding how they work for cash games can give you insights into how you can use them for MTTs and sit-and-goes. Number 5. Sharing hands with coaches, friends, and forums. One great way to study is to share these perfectly recorded hands with friends, forums, or your coach to get feedback on your play. These hands are the unvarnished truth because they show exactly what happened. You want honest feedback on your game, and showing them exactly what mistakes you have made can lead to greater improvements. Often, the players who comment on hands will notice things you never did, like, did you see how aggressive that button was? Did you consider that before you made the third overlimp preflop? You know, two heads are better than one, without a doubt, and 15 heads even better yet. 
And I don't really have any good forum recommendations for you to post hands. Um, but for all my Poker Forge members, we do have our Discord server, and that is the perfect place. Uh, Poker Forge members are constantly posting new hands and questions there and getting answers and feedback from other members as well as myself. So keep doing that if you are a Poker Forge member. Challenge! Here's my challenge to you for this episode. Get your butt in gear and start a free trial of Poker Tracker 4 to improve your game today. If you've already got Poker Tracker 4 and aren't utilizing all of its features to improve your game, what are you waiting for? Commit to using the software for an hour a day over the next five days. Day one, review your most recent 2,000 to 5,000 hands and go through your statistics and look at them by position. Day two, test out the filters and start by filtering for uh, opportunities to see bet and review those hands. Day three, improve your HUD by adding or subtracting stats as you feel is necessary to improve your in-game reads. And day four, use a leak tracker and see what it tells you about your cash game leaks. And finally, on day five, drop a couple hands in the Smart Poker Study Facebook discussion group and ask for some opinions on your play. Now it's your turn to take action and Scooby Dooby do something positive for your poker game. Now get it on. Alrighty, thank you for listening, and your learning is not complete until you go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod388. Loads of videos and links and screenshots to help you get more out of Poker Tracker 4. Speaking of that program, my Get More from Poker Tracker 4 course is available for you. Just go to smartpokerstudy.com slash pt 4 course or click the link in the show notes page. Until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be.